we hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Will Levy, recorded at Equipus Church, Dunedin. For more information, please visit equipuschurch.com. So, um, so as advertised, um, we don't have Pastor Wayne Libby, and uh, Libby was down to preach this morning's message, and so uh, um, I'm now Libby. I'm not as good looking as her, um, but I pray that you'll get um, what I believe God wants to speak to us about this morning. I, I really, um, uh, this, this is just a week earlier. And so um, my, I'm not putting excuses out there, but I, I'm just believing that God's going to, uh, hey, this is your timing, Lord. Uh, what you, what you want to say and what you want to do in us this morning is, is really up to you. And so let's all pray and ask the Holy Spirit this morning to come and minister into our hearts. Father, again, we just thank you that we're here. We're your, we're your uh, children. We're your sons and daughters. Lord, we trust. We love you. But we're all on different stages of our journey with you and our trust and obedience and our faith. But Lord, I know that you will talk to every single person. You'll minister to them, Lord. You'll minister to me. You'll talk to me. And I pray, Holy Spirit, as we open up the Scripture, the living, breathing Word of God, your Word says that it will never return void. So Lord, as it's preached, as it's spoken out this morning, May our hearts be open, may our minds be open, and may our hands also be open to go and then obey and do the work of the ministry. Lord, I pray for every single person in this room this morning, for all their families, for all their extended families. Lord, you've called us to be a light in their world, Lord, to sh- so that you can shine through us. I pray, Father, you would shine through us this morning, where there's windows that we may have shut in our lives, and we're not letting light out. Father, would by faith this morning, would you open them? Would you speak to us through them, Lord? Would, you, would we have the courage and the obedience to trust you, Jesus, to open up these windows so that light can shine out of our lives for your glory? I, I again pray, Lord, for just your Holy Spirit anointing to come and move in this place, in our lives, for your glory. Amen. Amen. Well, I want to um, I want to start. I don't know. I don't know. I, I want to start a series on this. I haven't come up with a creative name or anything yet, but I'm sure it will happen. And um, uh, well, actually, I may have come up with a creative name, but I'm just not sure how I'm tying it in yet. But I. I, I <laughs> Just, just sharing it with you right now. This is, this is. You, you guys are almost just seeing the the brainstorming page of the message, not the not the organised page of the message this morning. So, I, I want to. This, if this was a series, or this is going to be a series, but um, uh, it's really it's all based around Romans chapter twelve, and there's a, as it's, it's about being. Uh, um, transformed by the renewing of our mind. But we have hope in God. We have, uh, we, faith, Corinthians says, in 1 Corinthians 13, it says, faith, hope, and love uh, will last forever. And love is the greatest of all of these. And so we have these three things that faith, hope, and love will last forever. But 
tying it back to the renewing of our mind is like, well, I don't know about you, but for me as a Christian, I don't want to live a nice, tidy, Western world Christian life. And, and, and I want to encourage you, if, if you're in a place of just repetitive life cycle, you need to go on a missions trip. You need to get to Tonga. You need to get to India. You need to get to the Philippines. You, you need to get somewhere that, that God is going to interrupt your life to, to not condemn you, but to show you who you are and what you have the capacity to do. And, and so I'm always thinking about hope. And I'm like, Lord, I want to be open to what you have for us and what you have for me in my life. And so for a word, it's called hopen. H-O-P-E-O-P-E-N, hopen. You got it? So I want to be hopen or open to the hope that we have in Christ Jesus. Live to just get it. I oh, know. Are you, just, are you just laughing from the joke that was previously said? All right. It's all good. So I'm really believing that what God's going to do is He's going to breathe hope into every situation. We hope this person's going to get healed, right? Yes. Like, I hope this person's going to get healed. Uh, we, we, we put our trust in God. But, but am I open to, to stirring my faith? And create and placing faith in uh, on God, putting faith on the Word of God to go. You know what? I'm be- not just hoping, but I'm believing it and I'm knowing. Uh, I, I trust God is is going to heal. And so, this is really based around Romans chapter twelve. Um, but I'm gonna I want to read Colossians chapter three first, uh, verses one through ten, and I I just believe it's going to help set a uh, platform for where we want him to go over the next few weeks um, because I, 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 I just, sickness and disease just um, annoy me. That's a, that's a, they're offensive. You know, we put up with this stuff. But, you know, if, if, if God is moving... In Western civilizations and California reading with different ministers, different people, if he can move there, he can move here, he can move anywhere. But is there a desire, is there a place where, you know what, you know, I'm just not going to put up with this anymore. Uh, You know, have you ever done a renovation and never finished the the renovation? And then suddenly the, 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 the opposite spouse who's not doing the renovation gets to that point. <laughs> I'm not talking about our life. And I'm sick and tired of, you know, the house being in this situation. Oh yeah, I reckon we, as Christians, we put up with too much of what the devil is bringing. And, and I want to encourage us, let's be open and have the hope of Christ in us to believe for breakthrough, to believe for, you know, testimonies. I just love hearing testimonies. 
It's great that for those who need, who would like an update, Paul, who was in ICU over Shout Conference, is now out of ICU. He's um, he's in a he's in a ward and he's going to be flowing back to Dunedin in the next couple of days, and um, and God's just moving and God's moving in in in, in the family and so uh, come on let's give God some praise for that this morning. But I think sometimes we we get into this place where we we're not hoping because. We're closed, and I, I hadn't I hadn't thought that word through at all. Just sharing that out there right now. I told you this is on the you're on the brainstorming page of this message. It was supposed to come out next week, but but we we get closed off because of disappointment. Oh, I've been praying. I've been praying. I've been praying. I've been praying. Sometimes we get closed off because we don't understand what God's doing. Uh, not that we use. It's not, it's not God's timing or it's not his will as an excuse, but we, we get closed. We, we get closed. We get repetitive. You know, even the parable of the seed and the sower, I, I, I remember Pastor Jordan sharing this once, is that, you know, when seed falls on this, this, the hard stony ground can actually be the hard stony ground that we have made. Because if you know anything about tramping, is like the track gets made from, people mainly walking on it and and we walk this journey of life and we we've we've been praying but nothing gets answered and oh, it's the I'll pray again and nothing gets answered and and the, the the ground gets hard and stony and so when the word of God that's as true still lands on that ground that we've been walking on it's hard and stony and so it doesn't take root and it doesn't grow up and I reckon we've got to get to this place in, in Romans chapter 12, which we'll get to at some stage, about let us be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Because I believe even as Christians, we've got wrong Christian mindsets. We've, we've got into a place of disappointment. We've got into a place of, of, of not trusting or a, a place of just disbelief. And, and I believe that God wants to, through this series, is just to stir faith and stir belief into our heart. The greatest of the, like in 1 Corinthians 13, faith, hope, and love will last forever. And the greatest of these is love. So let's go to Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 10. Um, let's read. I need an angle. There we go. Can someone put a light up there, production team? Since you have been raised to a new life with Christ, who loves Jesus? Fantastic. Anyone else love Jesus this morning? <laughs> they were like, you thought who loved Jesus was part of the scripture, didn't you? Yeah. Since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven, where Christ sits in the place of honor and at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. For you died to this life, uh, and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is your, your, is your life, is revealed to the whole world, you will share in all His glory. So put to death the sinful earthly things lurking within you. Have nothing to do with uh, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, and evil desires, 
Don't be greedy or greedy uh, for a greedy person is an idolater worshiping the things of this world because of this, these sins the anger of God is coming. You used to do these things when your life was still part of this world, but now is the time to get rid of anger, rage, malice, behavior, slander, and dirty language. Don't lie to each other, for you have stripped off your old sinful nature and all its wicked deeds. Verse 10, put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know the Creator and become like Him. And so, I want, to, I want to start off with a couple of verses at the beginning. I really believe that if we're to renew our mind, we're going to get to Romans chapter 12 in a second. If we're going to renew our mind, the first things that we have to continually do in our life is, is from verse 1, is set your sights on the realities of heaven. What have you got in your life that's reminding you of the realities of heaven? Not the realities of illness, sickness, disease, uh, hopelessness, uh, all those sort of the things that are on earth. But what have you got in your life that is setting your sights on the reality of heaven? You know, I, I, even right now, I can. we all know, we all know this, there's no sickness in heaven. But what have you got that's setting your sights on the, re, or th- of the realities of heaven? What is stirring you to go, you know, then this is not of God. This is not how he's, he, he created in heaven. And, and when we know in the Lord's Prayer, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. And, and we've got to get into a place where if we're going to see Dunedin reached for Jesus, it's not going to be just from a place of, 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 of serving people, right? It's not, and we're going to get to it in a minute. Loving people will, will, will be good. It's a good thing. But I, I believe what, what is going to reach Dunedin City is the glory and the power of God. I will love my neighbor. I will, the Bible says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. I'll go, you know, we'll, we'll look after them, we'll love them, we'll serve them, and, they, and God will move through it. God will do something through it. But what I've seen the, when we read through the Bible is the most amount of people come to know Jesus when the power of God has been released or something has been brought to bring glory to Jesus. And, and so... Are we setting our sights on the realities of heaven? Or are we just living our, our, our life in this nice world, being a nice Christian and being nice to all those that are around us? And all of that stuff is good. And I pray you're not feeling condemned at all. But I'm here to say this morning, we've got to stir ourselves. It's the power of God. It's the glory of God that is going to show the world that Jesus lives. It's, it's, it's the believing and the seeing. It's the tasting uh, and it was a taste and see that the Lord is good. And so I want to stir us, set our sights on the realities of heaven. It, it annoys me and it just annoys me when, when illness comes. It really does. I'm like, what, what is this? I know we can learn some stuff through it and I know we can put our trust in God through it. 
but I, I don't believe we have to put up with it. And it stirs my heart when I, and I hear testimonies from places like Reading and Bethel and Reading, California, and Pastor Bill Johnson, how he, how he teaches and preaches through the, the renewed mind that believes that healings are possible, that the glory of God, that they're seeing people healed of cancer every single day. They're seeing phenomenal things happen every single day. They're seeing surgical metal dissolving and new spines just growing and people's back pains are, are totally gone. They, 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 why? Because they, there's a renewed mind there. And I want to lead us and I want to teach us to a place where we have an expectation that the glory and the power of God is going to move. Yes, we're still going to love people as a church. Yes, we'll still serve. We'll, we'll take firewood to people and we'll bake cakes for people and, and we'll share clothes and, and, and whatever we can do. We'll, we'll do that. But I pray that that's not the extent of our Christianity. I pray there's something that believes there's a reality of heaven about the glory and the power of God. My last message was on, on a Sunday night a, a few weeks ago. But we've been given the Holy Spirit and He'll come with power, power to see the miracles, to power for the power of God to be released through us. Amen. And so set our realities. Um, let's read that. Set your sights on the realities of heaven. That's, that's the first. Then the second scripture is here is think about the things of heaven. Oh, I want us to just dream as a church. Shout Conference was called Dream. But let's think of the things of heaven. Think of the things of heaven. In heaven, there's no squeaky stages. I'm just sitting here going, anyone know a good builder? <laughs> See, I said a good one because I know the person who built this one. <laughs> but we've got to think of the things of heaven. What, is, what does heaven look like to your friends? What does heaven look like to you? What are you not trusting God in right now? But heaven has an answer for Maybe it's provision. God's got an answer for it. Matthew chapter 6. What do you, what do you, what do you, where's the, where, what are you thinking about heaven right now? Because the Bible says as on earth as it is in heaven. They're not separate. We can have the supernatural on earth. And I like this. It goes to verse, jump now to verse 10. Is put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your Creator and become like Him. Become like Jesus. You don't have to be Jesus. You just got to become, we just got to grow closer and closer to become like Jesus. Because that's what He's asked us to do. It's not you, you know. I don't think there's one person in this room that has the ambition or pride to the same levels as Lucifer. His ambition and pride led him to a place of being thrown from heaven. He wanted to be greater than Jesus. He wanted to be greater than the Lord. None of us, I don't believe in this room, want to be greater than the Lord. But I pray that we all want to be like Jesus because that's what the Bible says. I want to be like Jesus. 
I want to be like him where I go and, and walk along, walk down the street and see someone sitting there and, and be able to speak a word of knowledge into their heart. That, that's going to transform their life, but not only their life, it's going to go and transform their, their entire life like Jesus did was sitting at the woman at the, with the woman at the well. We sh- that's a good thing. The Bible says to desire the gifts of the Spirit, to be, live, think of the he- things of heaven. I know right now there's people in this room that have got friends that have got terminally, termi, terminally excuse me, ill uh, people in their lives. Well, let's think of the realities of heaven. No, that's, that's a sickness that is not of God. And it's not for that person. We can stand up and we can say, no, you know what? I, 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 we've, got to, we've got to come against this. But that's why we're going to get to Romans chapter 12. Let's go to there now. And this is, this is the challenge part. I've got it in New King James. Here it is. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say, through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, as God has dealt to each one of a measure of faith. See, God's dealt to every single one of us a measure of faith. Right? Rob's got faith. Kate's got faith. Chris has got faith. I'm not going to go through everyone. Rose has got faith. Debbie's got faith. You've all got, just say your name right now. Has got faith. There you go. Everyone's got faith. God's given you a measure of faith. But how much do you believe that? Where is your mind sitting right now with that measure of faith? Because he's given you the faith to believe in salvation. Yeah. Talk to me this morning, church. I know I'm not Francesco or John Gray, and I know it is the 9 a.m., but I promised you nice food afterwards. <laughs> help, me out, help me out this morning. But God's given us all a measure of faith, right? We believe in Jesus Christ that He died and He rose again. It's by faith. Did you see that happen? No, you didn't. Otherwise, you're really old, and I have faith in you. But we've all got a measure of faith. But can we take that measure of faith and, and, and add to it? Can we take that measure of faith? Yeah, I believe that you are the Son of God. You are the Messiah, the risen King. You are my Lord and Saviour. But I also believe that you've sent the Holy Spirit to live in us. And I also believe Matthew 11, 11 that will do even greater things than what Jesus has done. Not greater than Jesus, but He's, he's equipped us and given us faith to heal the sick. To raise the dead. Yeah. Raising the dead still happens. Yeah. I'm like, that's amazing. I don't know where I'm at with that right now. If I'm honest with you, I'm happy to go on this journey together with this because we've all got areas that we're like, oh, wow, that's, yeah. right? But I, I'm, I'm happy to pray for the sick that they'll be healed because I, I know that that's the Word of God. But does there need to be a renewing in your mind? Is like, oh, no, that's for other people. 
That's not for me. No, He's given us faith. He's given us the Holy Spirit. He's given you the Holy Spirit. And so I'm saying, where do you need to be renewed in your mind this morning? If I asked you right now, there's someone sitting next to you with a headache, just a headache. And I'm not trying to put levels of illnesses in here. But someone just with a headache next to you. Is your first response, you need to drink more water? (laughs) Sometimes that happens. Okay, so in the natural, yeah, sure. Tell them to drink more water. But is your first response to, hey, let me pray. Let me pray that we can can break that uh, that headache. Because, yeah, we do have a natural response, which is good, but is that our first, is that our default setting? Because if it's our default setting, then mean, I believe we need to renew our minds. Because there's, uh, I, I, why, why? everything that Jesus did was what? To bring glory to God. Because, and this is what I was thinking about, and Aiden again, we're at brainstorming stage. But I reckon one of the reasons why Jesus said to uh, his mother, you know, my time has not come, is because turning water into wine wasn't bringing glory to God. It was doing something he was serving. Just a thought there anyway. I'll unpack that more next week. But everything that we do is to bring glory to God. When I pray for someone who's got a headache, I'm not praying for myself to be glorified. I'm praying for them to be glorified. And I'm praying for Jesus to be glorified. Because when that headache is healed, they go, wow, what does it do? It builds their faith. And it builds their faith in God. It doesn't build their faith in me. But I'm praying this morning that we have a place where we can renew our mind. So where are you at right now? How do you think? You know, I, I don't, who likes fail army? Anyone know what fail army is? Like, it's sort of like America's Funniest Home Videos. Who likes America's Funniest Home Videos? Who, who, who likes seeing those things where people are like, they, they're trying to do a backwards flip, they only get halfway around and they land on their head? Yeah, some of you are laughing too hard right now. But see, all the mercy people in the room right now are like ready to run and to go and help them, right? It's like so you walk and see, see someone running down the street and they trip over and fall over and they hit the ground. Like some of us are like, <laughs> that's hilarious. But then some of us be like, oh, maybe I could go and help. See, what's, so that's part of our personality. But how does, how does our mind think? What's our natural response to situations? You know, I think most of us, even if that person, we might giggle a little bit, we'd probably go over and help. If, if you don't, what's wrong with you? <laughs> anyway, but well, well I'm just, just trying to tease this out a little bit. Where is your mind set right now that you have to say, Lord, I need, I need to transform. I, I need to renew my mind. And if we could push a little bit further is, okay, what happens when, when someone is sick? What's your mindset there? Where, where are you at? Well, oh, well I'll pray because praying's a good thing. And, and I'll, pray, I'll pray to Jesus because Jesus is, is God. He's my Lord. He's my Savior. But is there, a, is there a sort of inkling like, well, I'll, I'm not sure what's going to happen. 
Conscience, you can be real with me this morning. I have that. I'll share with you this morning. I don't know what's going to happen. We had Paul in ICU praying for him. I'm praying in the name of Jesus. I'm praying with the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm praying, Lord, right now, may he be healed, may he be healed, may he be healed, may he be healed, may he be healed. Lord, we're releasing the power of God. Come on, God. Come on, God. Uh, we're in the, I'm like, but there's some stuff in my mind that's just going, hope, hope you do something. So there's some renewing that I want to take place in my mind. But where, where, are, we, where are you at? Because as I said before, I, I believe for us to reach the city, We've got to see the signs and wonders and the power of God be released in this city. Don't get me wrong. I believe the power of God is working in, in Paul. What the testimony is coming from his father, his grandma, different people. God's moving. But where is your mind at right now? Um, I, I want to go with Matthew chapter 8 and we'll finish with the story. Set ourselves on the mind of Christ. If we go to Matthew chapter 8, I was like, all right, Lord, this is how I thought. I was like, what's your mind like then? How do you operate? I wasn't in a bad mood. I was just like, I wanted to find out. I wasn't being sick. I was like, all right, Lord, how do you operate? I was like, so I went to Matthew chapter 8, which is after his parable on this mount. So sorry, Sermon on the Mount, and I started reading, and it says this, A large crowd followed Jesus and came down the mountainside. Suddenly a man with leprosy approached him and knelt before him. Lord, the man said, if you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean. Jesus reached out and touched him. I am willing, he said, be healed, and instantly the leprosy disappeared. Then Jesus said to him, don't tell anyone about this. Instead, go and, uh, to the priest and let him examine you. Take among, along, sorry, take along the offering required to the law of Moses for those who have been healed of leprosy. This will be a public testimony that you have been cleansed. Verse 3 says, Reach, Jesus reached out and touched him. He said, I am willing. I really believe the first thing that we have to do in our minds is just be willing. Just be willing. Jesus says, I'm willing. I believe Jesus is willing every single time to see people released. Every single time to, he says, go, uh, heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons. He's willing to see people set free. Are we willing in our spirit to see people set free? Or are we so entrenched in, in our world and the way of thinking or we're in this place of unbelief or disbelief that we're just living this life unsure or, or, or playing? No, sorry, that's probably rough and I don't want to be condemning. But I want to stir our hearts to say, are you willing to see the power of God move through you? Are you willing to reach people for Jesus? Because Jesus was willing. His first thing he said here was willing. It goes on in, in chapter 8 about the faith of the Roman officer. Some of you may know this. And uh, I'll just jump in from verse 7. Um, Jesus says, I'll come and heal him. But the office, officer said, Lord, I'm not worthy to have you come into my home. Just say the word from where you are and my servant will be healed. 
I know this because I am under authority of my superior officers and I have authority over my soldiers. I only need to say, go and they go, uh, or come and they come. And if I say to my uh, slaves, do this, they do it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed. Turning to those who were following him, he said, I tell you the truth, I haven't seen faith like this in all of Israel. And I tell you this, that many Gentiles will come from all over the world, from the east and west, and sit down at Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob at the feast of the kingdom of heaven. But many Israelites, uh, those for whom the kingdom was prepared, will be thrown into outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus said to the Roman officer, Go back home because you believed it has happened and your young servant was healed um, that same hour. I like this. Roman officer. He's like, I just need to say, come, and they come. Go, and they'll go. I was thinking about this. Is, has anyone here been in the army? Maybe police force, someone like that. It um, doesn't matter. You don't have to identify yourself. But uh, I've worked at the police um, college, and uh, I've seen them do their training. And uh, it's, it's a great way because what is their main job that they're trying to do when they're training in the army or in the police force? What are they trying to do? They are renewing their mind. Like Matt's my, our intern this year. My, my first thing that I had to do with Matt this year was had to renew his mind. You are not allowed to say no. <laughs> At the beginning of this year, he thought he was allowed to say no. But as he started his internship, I said I had to renew his mind. I had to train him. I said, Matt, this year, you are not allowed to say no. Not allowed to say no. And has he said no this year? No. <laughs> like the army. Like, who's seen Forrest Gump? Anyone seen Forrest Gump? It's probably a movie that some have seen, some have not seen. But I like, he says to, the, the, to Forrest, he says, why have you joined the army? And his, I'm not going to say exactly why he said, but he said, I've joined the army to do whatever you tell me to do. And that's the same when we're training. God wants to get us to renew our mind and say, you know what? I'm going to do what you want to tell me to do, God. I'm going to say what you want me to say, God. I'm going to be the way that you want me to be, God. I want to renew my mind. I'll renew my actions so that I do and become more like Jesus. That's what Colossians was saying. So we become more like Jesus. So I pray this morning, as we're going to finish here early. But I want to create a space of, of just giving you an opportunity to go, Lord, where do I renew my mind? Lord, where do I need to ask you to, to plough up the ground? Maybe I've walked many years as a Christian and, and maybe there's been some mindsets that I've just kept building and kept, kept standing on and I've never really seen the answers that I really believe the Word of God says. Because your Word says to heal the sick. Well, I've never really prayed for someone and I've been healed, but Lord, I'm saying this morning, I want to renew my mind. I want to renew my mind. I want to renew my thoughts. I love, I love, I love Jesus. He just, 
He loves teaching. He loves being with His disciples. I, I imagine doing something like this to Matt one day before the end. But like, it's, it's hilarious. Jesus is hanging out with His disciples and He starts teaching and, and it's this, the story of feeding the 5,000. And the disciples come up to Jesus and say, hey, um, you've been talking a bit for a long time now. Um, there's a lot of people here. There's no food. And, and Jesus' answer is basically, what are you asking me about? Is you feed them. I'd, I'd, I'd like to put Matt in that situation one day. So don't ask me. You feed them. You do it. Why, why come to me for all the answers? Matt does have some good answers. But what I'm saying is, in the feeding of the 5,000, Jesus said to them, you sort it out. You feed them. What was Jesus doing? He was giving them an opportunity for them to believe and by faith watch and and do it. See, there could have been the disciples feed the 5,000, not Jesus. Jesus sent the disciples out on missionary trips. They came back telling stories. He's like, this is good. I can see you've still got a bit to learn, but that's all right. But I love, I think one of my favourite opportunities, and it just encourages me so much, is in in Acts chapter 3, verses 1 through to 11. We know, you may know this, but... It's when Peter and John were going to the Gate Beautiful in Jerusalem, the normal time of prayer. And that beggar is there and he's asking for silver and gold. I love this is this is a renewed mind. This is Peter's renewed mind. He comes up to the beggar and he says, Silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have, I give to you. of Jesus Christ he reaches out his hands and he says get up and walk and he stretches out his hand he grabs the beggar by the hand and he hears, you read the story his, his legs grow strong his body grows strong he pulls the beggar up and he's free, he's healed see I love it church, silver and gold are good things we've got silver and gold we live in the richest countries in the world. We've got adequate. And we can still give silver and gold to the community that we live in. But what a renewed mind says is what I have. I'll give you, get up and walk. We all have Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We all have the Holy Spirit living in us. Whether you can speak in a heavenly language or not, it doesn't matter. You've all got the Holy Spirit. It's a different situation. It's a different topic to talk on. We all have Jesus. But do we all have a stepping forward and a reaching out our hand and a new mind saying, no, this is what's going to happen here. Get up and walk. I believe every single one of you have got get up and walks in you. Every situation that you go into, just say, get up and walk. Just get up and walk. 
just get up and walk. See, Jesus is just saying to the five, to the disciples, you feed them. You feed them. You feed them. You feed them. Why don't we jump to our feet and we're going to finish here. Thank you for listening to this message recorded at Equippers Church, Dunedin. We pray it blessed you. For more information, please visit equippuschurch.com.